This is a HeadGum Podcast. Looking for a new high-end mascara without breaking the bank? The new L'Oreal Paris Panorama Mascara gives you a high-end lash look in a premium gold luxe packaging. It's all about panoramic volume and fully fanned out lashes. With its tapered brush, the new Panorama Mascara catches every single lash, giving you the false lash look without any of the hassle. Say goodbye to clumps and flakes, because this mascara is specially formulated to resist them all day with up to 24-hour wear. And the best part? It performs better than Luxe mascaras at only a fraction of the cost. You can buy Panorama Mascara on Amazon today. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Bite, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E.com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hello, snark bulls and um, non-snark bulls that might be joining us for the first time. The episode that you're about to hear today was recorded a couple of weeks ago, and it's, I don't even know if how this is possible, but it's maybe one of the most ridiculous episodes we've ever recorded. But it also happened to overlap a serious moment that took place in this past week involving something in Cheryl's life. Yes. Yes. Hi, Cheryl. Hi. Yes. So in the last week or so, my husband was giving a speech, said something that I strongly, that he felt strongly about. And I publicly said, I don't agree with my husband. I love him. His opinions are not my opinions. And even in this instance, I was, I didn't say this word, but something along those lines, uh, offended by what he said, because he did offend a lot of people. And I felt it too, uh, Mm -hmm. in a real way. Mm -hmm. And it was difficult to do. I do disagree with my husband on a lot of issues. And it is stressful a lot Mm -hmm. of times. It's been extremely stressful during the pandemic Mm -hmm. because um, everybody, everybody's very passionate about their ideas and feelings and they feel strongly and I understand it. Mm -hmm. So you and I have had a conversation because, because this is a serious issue, right? Mm -hmm. People are passionate about it and, and what we're doing is this podcast where we're talking about ridiculous things. Sometimes we talk about serious things, but um, it just doesn't feel right to not include our listeners right now. Well, yeah. I mean, obviously the show is, um, you know, we discuss a different documentary every week. Sometimes barely we touch on it. It's mostly a lot of, Yes, a lot Mm -hmm. of times it's nonsense, but it's essentially the documentary is a jumping off point 
for two old friends to connect and yes. and chat and um, make light of um, life, life and things. Yeah. And it's been and we as Cheryl and I have discussed, you know, off of the podcast, just that this show is very important to us and it's brought both of us so much just like deep amounts of joy yeah during this time yeah and and part of it is our listeners because i mean i'm going to speak for you but you can say oh that's not true but somehow you and i have made these emotional connections with our listeners and mm-hmm. I don't know, they feel like our friends. Mm-hmm. So for us to start talking about a documentary and being, you know, the usual um, <laughs> silly uh, show that we have, it just didn't feel right to start a show and not not say, listen, we know that something serious happened and is happening. And and we just wanted to connect with you guys. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I mean, the question is, and what's difficult is, what happens when you really disagree with your partner mm-hmm. on something big, not just, mm-hmm. you know, what you're going to have for dinner? And it's stressful. Mm-hmm. You know, I think a lot of people have been feeling it for a while. I think it's, you know, a lot of times it starts with politics. I know when, during the Trump election it was heated the families Mm -hmm. were heated my family was heated because i had family members on both sides Mm -hmm. that hated him and some that were voting for him and Mm -hmm. it was stressful really like not just not just oh i can't believe you're saying that like really stressful right it's hard when you see things differently with a partner or anybody that matters to you. Yeah. And then it's also complicated when it's people that are in the public eye. Yeah. And then there's an overflow. There's like, because I'm working with you, somehow people are coming at you because of me, because of Bobby. Mm-hmm. So that's not fair to you. You don't have anything to do with this. You don't have anything to do with his opinions, his ideas, his beliefs. Listen, as our intro to our podcast says, we've been friends since the early 2000s. I predate Bobby. That's right. That's right. <laughs> um, so it's, you know, and it's also, uh, so it's hard because it's not really, it's definitely not fair to you if people are saying, oh, because you're associated with me, they don't want to be associated with you. And it's hard for me when people are saying, oh, because I'm associated with Bobby, they don't want to be associated with me. It's just, it's challenging. Yeah. And then it's hard to just jump back in and and do nonsense without, like you're saying. Right. Without acknowledging. saying, yeah. And that even though we're going about our lives and our careers and we're trying to record podcasts and tape TV shows or do stand-up shows... We're human beings that are dealing with these issues um, that are dynamics within our families, that are dynamics within our friendships, dynamics within our work environments. 
and people demand immediate answers or have certain expectations yeah. when you're you're still it's going on it's you're just you people are maybe just seeing and hearing the the entertainment and nonsense of it all but <laughs> but uh, stuff is going on stuff um, is still going on yeah. yeah 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 so it's not like we're we're ignoring it or acting like it's not going on i or not dealing with it daily yeah right I think most people still go to work, even though, right. even when they're mm-hmm. having whatever that is, whatever that's looking like at home. Sometimes mm-hmm. you're really having a crisis at home, but you mm-hmm. also go to work and do your best at work. And you might not be sharing it with the secretary or assistant or coworker. Right. You might right. be still like having lunch and laughing with somebody, but you might have stuff going on. Yeah. And so that's. That's what's, that's what's that's what's happening. Yeah, that's what's happening, and that's what's hap- That's what happens just with people. Yeah, Cheryl and I both just love doing this show and yeah. want to continue to, but we want to do it authentically, and yeah. that's why we are having this moment because yeah. you know, as we were discussing earlier before we recorded, just that just the need and want for things to feel congruent. Yeah. And that's the other crazy thing with podcasts is like we record some of these episodes weeks or months in advance right. and then they'll air and then, you know, you don't you don't acknowledge something that's happened in the news or in somebody's right. life or and people are like that's weird. They seemed normal or happy. They didn't talk or... about the meteorite hitting. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. Like, and it's oh, like, well, well, this was a month ago or Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it's that's right. and it's it's weird um timing often. Yeah. And so that's why we're doing this uh intro. Well, Tig, I I want to say to you, thank you for Oh god, am I going to cry? No. Hold on, let me get a bill <clears throat> and fan my eyes. <laughs> Um, I want to thank you for, oh no, for just for being my friend and understanding because it's, life is complicated sometimes. Yes. Well, I, it's a pleasure to be your friend and I'm proud to be your friend and I cherish our friendship and I care about you and, um, and I'm just happy to see you cry. <laughs> Over something other than hands on a hard body? Yeah, finally. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you, Tig. I think we should uh, let the let the people, let the snorkels listen to something ridiculous. All right. All right. Cheryl. Tig, ah, I don't even want to tell people how this podcast ends because... Or begins. <laughs> it's not... It takes a while. It's mostly just middle... America. <laughs> it is a lot of middle America. A lot of middle America, and we had a very special guest. <gasps> we do. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I think people will learn... Well, we don't know if they'll learn anything because we don't even know if if she was correct. 
our special right. guest star. No way to know. Right. There's no way to know. There's no way to know. <laughs> okay. All right. Shall we just get right to it? Mm-hmm. Ladies and jerks, welcome to Chicken People. It all started when Tig and Cheryl met in the mid-2000s. Hey, nice to meet you, Tig. I'm Cheryl Hines. Hi, Cheryl. I'm Tig Notaro. Should we do a podcast about documentaries? Yes. A podcast about documentaries? Is this microphone on? Five furious frogs fiddling faintly. Furious frogs fiddling faintly. Five furious frogs fiddling faintly. I am the first ever podcast, and Tig and Cheryl are following in the sound of my footsteps. Let's get started. I'm so ready. Tig and Cheryl. True story. Hey, Cheryl. Hey. Hey, Tig. Hey. How are you? You're on the road? I am on the road. And uh, I'll tell you something. Tell me. Not to spill beans. Okay. But the documentary we're covering today. Yeah. A lot of Ohio talk. (laughs) Yeah. I am smack dab in the middle of nowhere, Ohio. (laughs) (laughs) At my. These are your people? (laughs) You know, I didn't imagine in life they would be. But, um, well, that's not necessarily true. I'm a big fan of Chrissy Hind from Mm. The Pretenders. She's Mm -hmm. from Akron. So I was always drawn Mm. to Ohio. And then my very first girlfriend Mm? is from Ohio. Okay. And I am currently staying with her 80-year-old parents, me and my assistant wow. are, because I'm still so close to her family. That is very sweet. So <laughs> so you do stand-up comedy, mm. and then you come home and hang out with the 80-year-olds and just Well, I have relax. three days off. Yeah. I have three days off. I was... I was performing in Cleveland, and everyone drove up to Cleveland. What does that mean? Everyone drove up to Cleveland. The 80-year-olds? Her and her whole family, they all drove up to Cleveland. The parents came up to see you? Well, her father stayed home, but yes, they all came up to Cleveland. That's adorable. We didn't want to go out to dinner, so I rented a conference room at the hotel, and we all sat at a big conference table and had so much fun. I bet the ambiance was so lovely. It was was truly... So ridiculous. And we were laughing so hard. But we were all having, um, I ordered in vegan food for everyone. And Did they then, like that? They didn't like that. They were just like, we'll have whatever you want. We'll order have whatever what the you crazy want. Hollywood yeah. lady wants. And then the next night I performed in Columbus, which is where her sister lives. And her sister brought 11 friends to my show. Ah. And then I went down uh, outside of Cincinnati for my three days off. And now I'm staying with her parents. And we've been, like I said, grocery shopping and taking walks <laughs> around the block <laughs> and going out for crazy oat milk lattes with me. And they, her, her mother made like the biggest vegan feast for everyone oh, the really? first night. And then her brother came over last night and made a feast for everybody. And I mean, they're just... Tig- Listen, an outsider what? looking in, mm-hmm. I think you're going on a little too long about your ex. <laughs> I mean, I'm worried for Stephanie. Should I be worried for Stephanie? Well, I talk to Stephanie every day and send her pictures and videos of my assistant playing the accordion with my ex. <laughs> and <laughs> In the conference room? No, the- at the kitchen table. <laughs> it's all, it's so insane. <laughs> That is, it's very sweet. Oh, I adore them. I can't, I mean, obviously, this is obviously. what I do on my time off. Yes, it's, I'm I know. I'm in the middle it's... of cornfields <laughs> with 80-year-olds. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
sleeping in some weird back bedroom. Oh, right. So that's where you're recording right now. Right now, I'm oh. in their office. And then my assistant's sleeping in another bedroom that has like a little teddy bear and a little rocking chair. And, <laughs> you know. <laughs> now, so. is it is your assistant a guy or a girl? You don't have to say. A guy. And he is having a blast. And then my ex's brother picked him up in his pickup truck and they went and shot clay pigeons um he's never shot a gun and uh he's a gay man and he happened to have camouflage pants and a camouflage shirt that he brought on tour and he put them on and we were all laughing at like him saying all right i'm putting my purse down and give me that shotgun because he does carry a shotgun outfit on yes he he carries a purse and and Andy picked him up, and they went and shot shotguns. That is too cute. Mm-hmm. But we are all sharing one bathroom in this oh, house. It's so tiny. Oh, no. no, and thank every you. night, no, thank you. Well, Mm-mm. it's listen. It is it's, what it is. It's what we're at. Look, I'm uh low maintenance. I'm down to earth. I'm down to earth. <laughs> <laughs> the only problem with that, it you okay. know, no, I don't need to say it because. Somebody might be eating lunch. No, because... No, they're vacuuming. Okay, if you're vacuuming, you'll be okay. But Mm. I was in a situation similar where the the whole family was sharing a bathroom, and then I got food poisoning. You clogged it. Oh, okay. No, and it's not cute to... (laughs) Be having diarrhea? Oh, God. Why are we talking about this? Because we have to fit poop in. I was throwing up. Throwing up out of your bottom. Listen, there was a lot going on, but the point was I had to wait for the bathroom, which is not your body you doesn't work wait. like that when you yeah, have it. You just, it was a disaster. I'm saying to you, I hope that nobody in your house gets food poisoning or it's gonna be No, but there was a funny moment. Oh, no. I was sitting um Does that have to do with poop? No. Okay, good. I was sitting on the couch with Papa and um <laughs> and my assistant was in the bathroom getting ready for bed. And then I heard um, Mima um, knocking. <laughs> I feel like you're making things up. No, now. knocking okay. on the door while my assistant was in there, oh, and uh, no. I know. And Papa <laughs> said, "Oh, is she? Is she just barging in on him?" And and uh, it turned out she was getting some like you know some sort of ointment, something for his shoulder because she was scared his shoulder oh. was going to be sore from shooting the shotgun all day. Oh. And um, that's adorable. But it was one of those things of like, how it's hilarious like t- that she's just knocking on the bathroom door while this <laughs> poor man is trying to get ready for bed. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! But he god. took it well, and he, uh, you know, rubbed the ointment on his shoulder, and Aww, and then that's very sweet. We all went to bed. And then do you all get up at the same time and eat breakfast together and all of that? Well, here's the other problem oh, oh no. is. Why the other you? morning, it was 8.30. It was 8.30 yeah. in the morning. Yeah. And Mima comes busting into my bedroom. She, Tate, no, thank you. Are, you, are you okay? And I said, <laughs> and I was like, what? I, I was so out of sorts asleep. And I are said, what's okay? going on? And she said, well, I just, I was worried about you because you told me that you woke up at five in the morning every day. And I'm sitting out here thinking, um, well, what? And I said, well, that's when I'm home with Max and Finn. Not right, when I'm like. they get up at yeah, 530 in the morning. Not while I'm on tour. It's not your choice. Yeah. And she said, oh, well, I'm sorry. <laughs> she thought oh. I was like 
that I had had overslept it. your alarm. No, that oh, I was that you dead. were never going to wake up. Yeah, <laughs> she was scared I was dead. Wow, her window is is short. Like mm-hmm. for most people, <laughs> before be you like leave three in you the afternoon, for, yeah, you give them like a good ten hours, <laughs> and then you're and then you poke them like. Well, but it's the Are same person alive? that was knocking on the door while he was in the bathroom <laughs> to put ointment on his shoulder. <laughs> but I'm lucky that my assistant seems to be taking it all into shri- yeah, in, in stride. Like and as Thomas said, he's met these people. They're they're absolute joys. Oh, okay. Listen, Tig. Uh, but I do have to show you uh, the video of my assistant playing accordion for the first time. There's Mima. Are they wearing bonnets? They're napkins. Oh, okay. Here goes. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. I hope you guys keep this vibe because, you know, in three weeks, he might wake up one day and be like, look. No, we're going to Florida, and he's swimming with sharks with my friend Jeff. Oh, where yeah. are they going to go? Uh, in Miami. We're going to Miami. We're going to Orlando, Fort Lauderdale, all yeah, those I'm gonna places. I'm going to meet you out there. I know I keep saying that. I'm, gonna, okay. I'm making a note to myself, a note to myself on a piece of paper that I will never see again. <laughs> um, Tig. Yes. Tig. Yes. Tig. We're here to talk about a documentary. Right. Sorry, yes. sorry. No, we haven't even... We are... Mm-hmm. 10 minutes yes. in okay. and have not even mentioned right, right. the documentary. But people okay. are charmed by the Ohio folk. It is cute. Mm-hmm. I like that even your assistant was wearing the napkin on, on the head like yeah, a bonnet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Today, appropriately so, we're talking about... <laughs> <laughs> That's what started this whole conversation. It did. We're talking about chicken people. <laughs> We were we watched this documentary in Ohio going through Columbus. And in fact my assistant Googled if the chicken uh, competition was going on so we could go to it. So you guys could But pop it was in, in November. We missed it. Oh shoot. Yeah. Well Chicken People is a two thousand sixteen documentary directed by Nicole Lucas Hames. Mm-hmm. It profiles three poultry enthusiasts who are preparing for the biggest annual chicken show in the United States. <laughs> the film premiered at South I like Bi- that they're smaller ones. Can you? <laughs> I mean, the whole time I'm watching it going, what? Wait, let me get through this. Okay. The film premiered at South by Southwest mm-hmm. in 2016 and is available to watch on Pluto TV. I feel like I watched it someplace else besides that. I think I watched it on Amazon. So yeah, Chicken People is like the best in show of chicken. Yes. <laughs> How did we end up watching this? Was I this know, your idea? Somebody, yeah, yeah. Somebody told me, oh, you have to watch Chicken People because it's hilarious. And I was like, uh, um, you know, it sounds You know, funny. I'm going to do no research and just go right yeah, in. Yeah, I'll say yes to that. <laughs> I'll I'll make Tig sit through this. Yeah. So the the chicken people Mm -hmm. strive to get their birds as closely to the chicken, Mm -hmm. quote unquote, standard of perfection as possible. Sure. And and the standard is based on... You're not going to show up with a clunky clucky. 
Oh, no. Thank you. Have you, been th- have you been thinking about that one? No. Believe it or not, it just popped in my head. It makes me feel better. I didn't even work on it. Because if you if last night you were thinking about that, I was like, oh, no. <laughs> Clunky clucky. <laughs> the standard is based on a decades-old book that is like the Bible to mm. chicken devotees. Mm-hmm. So these people are obsessed with chickens here's the thing i like an animal all right yes yeah and i i've considered having chickens in my yard yeah i don't think i realized how fluffy and cute some chickens can be some chickens can be well especially when you blow dry their feathers there was a lot of blow drying did you find them cute cuter than i thought i have chickens Mm-hmm. They just came with the house. I mean, mm-hmm. I didn't go looking for chickens, but mm-hmm. and I don't get involved with the chickens, to be honest with you. Oh, look at you, fancy person, <laughs> having other people dealing with your chicken. I don't, even, I don't know anything about chickens. <laughs> Wait, Cheryl, I yeah, forgot to what? tell you this. I'm tell sorry me. to backtrack here. Okay, you had to have seen and ignored my FaceTime the other night. I didn't see it. I was FaceTiming you from that circus over here in Ohio. Oh, my God. How did I not see that? Of course I would have picked up. Because Andy, who took my assistant shooting clay pigeons, he was like, I love Cheryl Hines. And I go, well, you know what? I'm going to give her a test of all tests right now, and I'm (gasps) going to FaceTime her. How did I not see that? Well, we'll, we're going to FaceTime you tonight. Okay, that'll be great. Because if I'm with my daughter, if we're doing anything, I just turn off my phone Uh, because that that has to be the only reason. Yeah, okay, all right. I I looked like I didn't know you very well. (laughs) Okay, let's give our listeners a break. (laughs) I'm talking about this documentary. (laughs) They don't know anything about the documentary. Nor do we. All right, we'll be right back. Okay. And we are back um, back. to find out at least. This episode is brought to you by Philo. Do you love TV? Do you love saving money? Then Philo is your solution. Philo has shows, movies, and live TV for just $25 a month. You can even try it for free with their seven-day free trial. No contracts, no commitments, no hassles, just a better way to watch TV. Never miss a minute of shows like the hit docuseries Where is Wendy Williams or classics such as Friends. If you can't get enough TV, then there's no better way to watch. Philo has more than 70 channels like BET, MTV, and AMC. And the best part? You can try it yourself with their seven-day free trial. Sign up today at philo.tv slash poppods. That's P-H-I-L-O dot TV slash P-O-P-P-O-D-S to get 50% off your first month. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Something about chicken people. What you should know is... There are 230 chicken competitions annually 
in the United States. Oh, my goodness. And the Westminster of Chickens is the Ohio National, where mm. over 10,000 birds compete. I can't believe I'm in Ohio doing this this <laughs> episode. The winning chicken is crowned the super grand champion. Mm-hmm. And when you watch the documentary, you can't even believe what you're seeing because it's just rows and rows of chickens in Not cages. very vegan. No, Not I, very I, vegan. Felt, I really felt sorry for the chickens. Mm-hmm. I mean, does a chicken like to be blown dry? <laughs> Bloon dry? Bloon, blown, blown dry? That is or a is tricky... It, or is it blow... No. That's the blow thing. Is it, do they want to be blow dried? Or do they want to be... Dry. You know, I should ask Mima because she is she very know. particular about grammar. Blow dry. You know, can I grab her really fast and ask her? Oh my God, please. Okay, hold on. Okay, are you going to bring her in? I hope she brings her in. Okay, Mima's on a phone call, but she's going to come in. Um, oh, my gosh. When she's done. Yeah, Papa's going to send her in. Oh, my goodness. I cannot wait to how, but wait. Mm-hmm. Are you going to be able to respectfully dismiss her? Respectfully dis. Oh, tell her to scram? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I can mean, just be like, all right, scram clown. In fact, watch. I'll do it. Uh, okay. Because I don't want to hurt her feelings, and I also no, no, no. think that she probably wouldn't enjoy this You think podcast. I'm going to be close with a, a really hypersensitive 80-year-old? <laughs> no. I'm I'm telling you. Mark my words. I'll say, all right, now, scram clown, and then scram she'll leave. Clown. And she, she gets it. Yeah, she gets it. I don't know that my mom mm-hmm. would know what scram clown means. I don't know if Mima knows what scram clown is, yeah. but she'll, she'll skedaddle. You'll see. Yeah, okay. Here she is. Here I am. Here she is. And this is Cheryl Hines. She's from hey, Curb Cheryl. Your Enthusiasm. Hi. Okay. Okay. Can I put this in your ear? Oh, I got something in my ear. Oh, yeah. She has hearing aids. Okay. Yeah, you can just hold it up there. It. Can you okay. hear? So, okay, Cheryl. Oh, you're Are you on my thigh. Can you hear me? Uh, yes, I can hear you now. Okay. Thank you. Okay, okay, perfect. Okay, so I we were just, something came up in the podcast where we didn't know the correct grammar. And I said, oh, oh Mima knows the correct grammar. Oh, okay. 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 So, Cheryl, what is it? Uh, okay. So we're talking about this chicken competition. And in the chicken competition, a lot of the owners of the chicken will blow dry the feathers. So the question is, what is the past tense of blow dry? Bloon. That's what we've been saying. (laughs) Bloon. Bloon dry? Hold on, hold on. Wait, let's think about it. I have blown. It's blown. Blown dried? I Blown dry. I had blown dry my hair. I had blown hmm. dry. See the problem. I see the problem. Yeah. it's it's. You a, had to have come across this issue over the years. I have blown in your dry. Hmm. 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 Okay. We well, I think I've off. got something on the stove. I need. <laughs> you don't but know you, the but answer. If, no, but if you were on it. Jeopardy, if you were on Jeopardy and you had to come up with an answer, you would say. First, I have to bong that I, I yes, have to. Yes, bong. Yeah. Okay, bong. bong. I have blown dry the chicken. That's what I would say. You know what? That's what I thought, too. If she said Well, once, you know what? We need to go times. out for coffee, Cheryl. I you would and me. love that. You I'm and I. on my way over. You and, oh, you you and, and I. You and I. No, you. Oh, my gosh. No, you and I. You? I go to coffee. <laughs> you go to coffee. I That's go to coffee. All God's children go to coffee. Coffee. 
That's what we always say. You and I. You and I always say that. Okay. All right, scram clown. Okay. Oh, this has been delightful. (laughs) Delightful. I hope to see you you. soon. Bye bye. Okay. Bye. (laughs) Wow, she is beyond the cutest. Blown dry. Blown dry. Blown dry. The chicken. They blown. They. They had blown. <laughs> we still don't know. Dry the chicken. Like once she walked out of the room. <laughs> we still, don't know. It still and now is the time to apologize to, to any new listeners. Oh, my God. <laughs> if you were listening to this hoping to hear us talk about a documentary, I feel so. If, I but, feel, but, yet, but, and. If. If. You. Yes. Are listening because you wanted to hear from Meemaw. Yes. In Ohio. Congratulations. Well, then your dreams came true. Congratulations. Congratulations. Okay, listen, that being said, there are people in this documentary, uh-huh. Sherry McCullough, McCullough uh, who's a homemaker, and she loves chickens and dreams of being best in show. She has five children, four dogs, a llama, 40 bunnies, and 200 chickens. 40 bunnies. I mean, isn't that the dream to be able to say that you have 40 bunnies? But by the way, that's got to change daily. Oh, because they keep... They're known for... Multiplying. Yeah. Making headlines (laughs) in the pasture. (laughs) The bunnies are making national headlines (laughs) every day, all day. Oh, 40 bunnies. Yeah, you should swing by. I got 40 bunnies. I got 40 bunnies. (laughs) How do you even know 40? Are they in a straight line and they follow the rule? I mean, they have to be hopping ever which way. Yeah, how do you count them is the question. I'm ho- In my mind, and maybe because you just said that, mm-hmm. there is a pasture of bunnies, but that's probably mm-hmm. not really what's happening. Boing, 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 boing. Get over here. One, two, boing, boing, boing. I don't know. There's about 40. <laughs> so Sherry is interesting because... I mean, I'm I'm just repeating this because she talks about it. I'm not mm-hmm. like saying anything about Sherry, but no. Sherry is a recovering alcoholic, mm-hmm. and it's very sweet because her kids are so supportive of her passion for chickens. So she sort of channels that addictive personality into her chickens. Yes, Does that sound alcohol pro- to right? chickens. And her kids were like, thank you. We'll yeah. take we'll take the crazy this. chicken lady. Yeah. Yeah. And she doesn't even, yeah, she doesn't seem crazy. No, she doesn't. She's, no. She, she's somebody where you go, oh, yeah, I'd sit down and uh, have lunch with Sherry. And her chickens are cute. Well, those are the ones that are blown dry. Blown. <laughs> blown. <laughs> I can't believe we stumped <laughs> Mima. Um, but do you want to hear Sherry ta- talk about her chicken pet peeves? course pet peas oh don't say it i'm gonna say it what aggravates me more than anything about people who don't understand chickens is that they think chickens are dirty and they stink and they're nasty or like we're a bunch of yahoos over here raising a bunch of chickens and they're just crapping everywhere that's just not true (laughs) i spend anywhere from three to four hours a day cleaning or breeding or setting up pens. I mean, hours. Again, an apology to our new listeners. (laughs) 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 And it's the 
love the it. first time you've heard this podcast. <laughs> it will no doubt be your last. <laughs> um, I want to say a big welcome <laughs> and an even bigger goodbye to our first time listeners. <laughs> well, I mean, by the way, I I hate to disagree with a chicken expert, mm-hmm. but I think chickens do poop everywhere because you can't... Well, they don't use a toilet, yeah. No. As a matter of fact, I remember hearing about a personal assistant whose job was to diaper the chickens every day. That doesn't sound very vegan either. (laughs) Well, they liked their chickens to roam around the house like pets, but the chickens wore diapers. And in this documentary, we see some chicken diapers. Mm-hmm. I mean, the chicken must be like, what the? I wonder if they make chicken pull-ups <laughs> for when they're... When they're a little them. bit older and more independent. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or um, maybe just at night. Just at night. <laughs> <laughs> but Sherry was, um, you know, bathing. I just can't imagine mm-hmm. spending three hours a day bathing. Well, you're not trying to not drink. Mm, you're just true. drinking. Yeah, that's true. I just yeah. you're not trying to find something else to, to replace do. it. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're just like, where's my bottle? Where's my vodka? <laughs> <laughs> if you were trying to not think about right. the bottle, you might give your chicken a three-hour bath. This is like remember uh, the documentary about the. Jesus lady who was trying to get people to lose weight by... Octopus teacher? (laughs) (laughs) When they got hungry, just... Oh, The Way Down. Thank you, Thomas. The Way Down. Wait, that was a documentary we watched? Tig. The lady with the crazy big hair that was very (gasps) skinny. Oh, right, right. That would try to get... If you were thinking about food... Died in a plane crash. Died in a plane crash. Okay, being spilled. Some people might not have seen that yet. Well, you should go back and watch it. She dies in a plane crash. Oh, my God. Oh. (laughs) Anyway, she was... Oh, my gosh. We've got to go on a break. (laughs) There's some leeway. It's not like when Thomas puts the sign up, we have to cut out right then. Well, you can finish your sentence. I don't think I had anything that interesting to say. I know you didn't. So we'll be right back (laughs) after we give our listeners a break. Okay. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And we are back. What were you saying, Cheryl? 
I guess I was saying that, you know, you try to redirect your energy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, let's Wait, that was what we were waiting <laughs> on? <laughs> We could take a break. Oh my gosh. I I didn't need to finish it. Oh my lord. Oh, I do want to hear, I know we just listened to a clip, but I would like to hear this other clip about. Could we throw to just a chicken clucking? By the way, you know, I was thinking about that when they were talking Mm. about 10,000 and you see the rows and rows of chickens. Uh. How loud must it be in that friggin' place? Very. My ear balls would explode. Uh I have very sensitive hearing. Did you know that? Yeah. I can listen. I can watch TV on a volume three. Really? Yeah. And most people no, are No, I like, heard you. <laughs> most people are like at 30. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know why you don't find that more interesting. Well, I don't know, honestly. Um, I feel like you've told better stories. <laughs> <laughs> this, is a, this is what you call a tidbit. Yeah. It's yeah. not a story. I'm just letting you know I have super hearing. Well, I tell tidbits. Oh, oh no, please. <laughs> I can't. Oh, God. Um, Tig, I liked what this guy, this guy is really passionate about his chickens, and I just wanted you to hear this for one second. It takes a lot. You know, you just have to keep at it, so I'm not quitting now. <laughs> you got to photograph my bird. Did you do it? Oh, yes. You already got him? Yeah. If ever there was a more perfect subject, I never had one. Really? He stood there. It was like Paris Hilton. His chicken was like Paris Hilton. Yeah. I mean, imagine spending a whole weekend with... A chicken on cocaine. (laughs) And a tube top. (laughs) tube top. (laughs) Your chicken was beautiful. Like Paris Hilton. Oh, my gosh. But, yeah, these guys, they're all very earnest. Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, this guy, Brian Knox, Uh he is a race engine builder. Yes. And what makes him tick is creating a bird that nobody else has. He describes himself as a hatchaholic. (laughs) A lot of holics on this film. (laughs) I'm a holic. I'm a hatchaholic. And Brian, this guy, yeah. Brian Knox, listen, he has yeah. one of those brains that's clearly thinks a little bit differently than the average person because he has thousands of chickens. Yeah. Like he has hatched 5,000, 6,000 chickens and he can tell you 4,732 had longer legs than most of them. He knows every <laughs> He knows every chicken. He can describe every chicken, mm-hmm. and he has a vivid memory of every chicken. It's basically the sequel to A Beautiful Mind. Oh, I was going to say Rain Man. Uh-huh. It's like a chicken Rain Man. Chicken Man. <laughs> Which is a great Indigo Girls song. Oh. Yeah. All roads lead back, lead back to the Indigo. I sound drunk, and I'm not, but... It- Prove it. I wouldn't I mind it. I haven't seen you bathing a chicken lately. <laughs> So that is Brian Knox. Mm-hmm. And then there's another Brian in this. Mm-hmm. These are our three characters for anybody who cares about. Brian's love chickens. Brian Carricker. Carricker? Who cares, Cheryl? <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's very sweet. 
Uh-huh. He seemed younger than yeah. most chicken people. And like maybe he'd do well in the city. Yeah, it seems like, yeah. yes. Um, he is a singer uh-huh. in Bronson, Missouri. Yes. Uh, but he loves chickens more than anything. Yeah. But what's interesting about Brian is... What? Because he had to move to Bronson to pursue his singing career. Yes. His parents have to take care of all his chickens. <laughs> and his parents, they don't really like taking care of the chickens. <laughs> <laughs> they don't enjoy it. Uh, oh, you want to hear from Brian? Sure. Yeah. Look at us doing clip after clip. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't do that when I'm trying to take a sip of water. (laughs) Okay, wait. Here we go. Brian's going to talk about his parents taking care of his chickens. Oh. So this one in here needs washing now. Yes, yes. Being in Branson, I'm obviously not able to care for my birds. So that responsibility falls to my parents. My parents are not chicken people. (laughs) I'm chicken people. It's a whole lot of work for them that they don't enjoy, that they're not passionate about. You really don't need to clean all that because it will just get nasty again. How is that not the whole documentary? You know, when you can't hear the roosters crowing every single day, or you can't go look at the baby chicks or mow the grass. How about these poor parents? I know. I don't like chickens. This is not what I want to do. As she's scrubbing, like washing a chicken. Cheryl, I know. It's crazy. And as I watched this, I just kept feeling like I could easily watch a whole documentary about that family. parents. Yeah, like the competition leading up to the, I don't care. No. I don't care who has the prettiest chicken in town. No. I want to hang out with each of these families. That's the documentary. And just feel like the excitement and stress they must be going through. Well, and Brian going off to Branson to make his dreams come true. He's got to sing. I mean, there's so much going on there aside from who's got the prettiest, sexiest chicken in town. That is true. They really talk about chicken waddles and mm-hmm. what are these things called the things that stick up on your head the red things that stick up on your head i just call them the red things that stick <laughs> up on your head <laughs> and then well, we everyone knows a whole documentary about it <laughs> you think we would have learned i was on the road i was watching it oh. on my phone oh. you know in the passenger seat i gave it my undivided I Attention. Was, you know, I was watching it, but I was also in a snowstorm in Ohio. Okay, okay. So, Brian Carricker, this sort of threw me off because uh-huh. he raised, what was the f- f- foghorn, leghorn, leghorns? Mm-hmm. <laughs> remember, well, we remember the, the animated chicken, foghorn, leghorn? It was from Looney Tunes. <laughs> okay. Well, maybe we can find him. Oh, here we go. Oh, oh, Remember yeah, this yeah, guy? yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I said, I said, I said, I said, son. <laughs> You're dating yourself. I really am. When I grew up in the yeah. 20s. But Brian, With when Mima. he refers to his chickens, he says, 
Leghorns. Mm-hmm. Not leghorns. Mm-hmm. Did you find that interesting? <laughs> Not really. <laughs> Wait. It's also important to every now and then remind people that our numbers continue to go up on this show. Yeah, people tell a friend, oh, listen to this podcast about documentaries. And they're like, holy shitballs. Yeah. They didn't even mention chicken people. Right. But yeah. our numbers continue to climb. Continue to skyrocket. <laughs> <laughs> they do. We sound like we're kidding, but they do. We're not kidding. Um... <laughs> we're not kidding. <laughs> this show is a success. <laughs> oh, here's a question. Sure. I mean, what do they get for winning? Mm. <laughs> I mean, is it just a tiny plaque that says... Must you add in tiny? Well, it, the one that I saw in this film was underwhelming because mm-hmm. it seems like a lot of work. So if you had bathed the chicken... Yeah, for a year. I mean, these people... seems okay. like they bathe them every day. Okay, go ahead. Okay. If you won... Yeah. Would you be thrilled if they presented you with a gigantic plaque? Yes. One uh, yes. as big as your torso? Yes. That, that's what I would expect, unless okay. it's cash. But I did not get the feeling that there was a cash prize. I would involved. love to see you outraged saying, like, listen, uh, I'd like a plaque the size of my torso, <laughs> unless there's cash. <laughs> but you're going to hand me this tiny plaque? I would rather have plaque? the cash equivalent. Just give me, because, I mean, these chicken people must spend a lot of money preparing for this, right? They have to travel. They have mm-hmm. to breed their chickens. They have to buy shampoo. The chicken shampoo, the chicken diapers, the yeah. tiny hair dryers. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but what do they get in return? But Bragging Sherry's her? saving money because she's not drinking booze. All the booze okay. cash is going to the diapers to the and the shampoo and the, ch- shampoo. And the little chicken shoes. <laughs> okay. In all fairness, if you're mm-hmm. a chicken person and you're listening Uh hey chicken person hey um (laughs) i have oh my gosh this is bizarre yeah Uh look what else is on the feather tig just found a feather on mima's desk that Uh is not a chicken feather no but it's a bird that's true yeah, whatever bird that question. is, same family. Yes, I have a question, and this I'm may sure be really answer. dumb. Well, first of all, let me let me finish my last thought oh, to the uh-huh. chicken people. Yeah. In this documentary, they do not put shoes on the chickens. So Tig was making a joke. Oh, way to come <laughs> back and clarify something no one cared about. <laughs> I, just, I didn't want people to think that they dress the chickens up in like shoes and top Well, you hats. know what? They should put their vacuums down and watch the damn documentary. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then the other thing I was going to say is mm. I find it disturbing when they talk about them as poultry. Mm-hmm. Is that weird? Because in, in my mind, poultry just seems like dinner. Yeah. But maybe I don't know the definition of poultry. Probably not. Do you know the definition of poultry? No. <laughs> no. Although what was disturbing about this documentary, and this is, I don't know if I'd say it's spilling beans, but some of these uh, chicken people yes. do eat their chickens. Yes, it's bizarre. I was sad. I was shocked to hear this. 
Yeah, you would think that, you know, again, it goes back to that whole idea where people say they're animal lovers, but what they mean is usually they just mean they love their own pet. Mm. But you would think that they would attach to these animals. animals. And I guess some do. Well, listen, I guess it all just depends on how you approach these circle of life and the food chain and you know not everybody's a vegan and so some what people- <laughs> what 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 <laughs> some people so if this is just the natural part of the food chain it's like look okay but Steve some the of chicken us was great for vegans four years don't believe then- that's the food chain right Mm-hmm. But you grow a carrot and eat it. Cheryl makes Do an excellent <laughs> point. <laughs> I don't eat any carrot that's wearing a diaper, though. Or a top hat? Nope. Mm, okay. But I do wash and clean my carrots. Okay, similar. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I wonder if there is a... Yeah, there is. I was going to say a vegetarian. A vegetable competition, but I remember... I know for sure there are pumpkin competitions... but are there like carrot competitions i hope so cheryl (laughs) i hope so okay pumpkin competition can you hold (laughs) i mean because there are pumpkins that get you know really big i was gonna say ginormous and i don't particularly like that word and i feel like it's made up but now it's part of and now it's a real word. <laughs> do I need do to be here do... for this conversation? <laughs> My God. Oh, okay. Let's wind it down. Um, should we wind down the pumpkin conversation? <laughs> <laughs> or the chicken conversation? Listen. The thing is, 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 is what the thing is, is um, a lot of these people, yeah, some came from sort of a challenged background and some came from these loving families, but they're, I dare to say, a little bit of oddballs. <laughs> Sorry, my voice cracked when I said it. <laughs> oddballs. <laughs> Oddballs. <laughs> I don't know what's gotten into me. Well, those are some odd balls. <laughs> okay. And in the chicken competition, they feel connected with other people. Mm-hmm. Right. They stand around and watch the guy. I don't know why it's only, it seems like only guys, old guys judging mm-hmm. the chickens. Did you get that? I didn't notice it, but now that you say it, <laughs> it didn't seem like, you know, a lot Los of Feliz <laughs> or Silver Lake hipsters. <laughs> it's just, a, it's a old, old, older guys walking around looking at chicken tails and, uh, and these things. God, the, the red. The red, <laughs> the red spiky things on the top of the, the chicken head. head. What does it call um, them? And meanwhile, the yes. chicken owners, like mm-hmm. the Bryans and Sherry. You know, I've started to have an issue with Uh-oh. saying that you own a animals. chicken. Okay. How about. Or even, or even like, 
I'm the owner, owner of three cats. Yeah. Right. Yeah. What do you think people should say? Um, I'm a, a pal. Yeah. A cat I'm, pal. I'm a three times a cat pal. <laughs> <laughs> you once, twice, three, <laughs> three times, times a cat, a cat pal. pal. And I meow. Well, listen, we're open to new ways of thinking. So if there's somebody out there that has a good way of phrasing, mm. being the caretaker of mm. a dog, that also sounds, I'm, I'm his caretaker. Well, it sounds like he, he needs like to be hospital. Care. Yeah, yeah, hospice. Um. <laughs> This, this Do they have animal hospice? I don't know, but they should. They should. Oh, back to the show. Mm. Should we tell everyone what happens, or do we feel like we? <laughs> do we feel like? <laughs> I, I think this is where it comes in <laughs> that nothing matters. <laughs> okay. Um. Sherry and Brian both have chickens that win best of breed. And then mm. Sherry's bird wins the next stage, which qualifies her to compete for super grand champion. And then according to my notes, Dick Stevens. Who? <laughs> I know I'm saying it for the first time. Dick Stevens. Brian's mentor shows up and gives him a water fountain. Which bring both men to tears. So. The tears are flowing like a water fountain. And then Sherry wins reserve grand champion, which is runner up. And she's and then thrilled. Someone presents her with an old shoe. <laughs> And then Brian Carricker, he was basically let go of the 60s show that he was performing in, in Branson, because he had to take time off to go to the chicken show. Mm -hmm. And he was very upset about it, but he had made peace with it. And then he finds out that he's invited back to the 60s show. It has a nice ending. So that's that. <laughs> so that's that. <laughs> Are you ready for final thoughts? Yes, I am. Oh, God, I have to catch my breath. All right. Okay. It's time for Happily Ever After Thoughts, where we give our final thoughts on this week's documentary. No. <laughs> <laughs> whatever, whatever the question is, the answer is no. The answer is no. Okay, you didn't cry? No, I did not. Did you? No, I did not. Even when the fountain was presented? <laughs> it was very sweet. It was yeah. sweet, actually. Mm -hmm. But no, it did not move me to tears. Uh, who were you attracted to? Um, I bet we both were attracted to the same person. I guess I'd say Sherry. Yeah, Sherry is cute. She's mm -hmm. And she's got great hair. Mm -hmm. She's got great hair. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna what about you? say Brian Carricker, mm -hmm. the singer. 
Mm-hmm. He's cute. The one that makes his parents take care of his chickens. Tig, mm-hmm. that's all for this week's episode. And next week, we will be talking about The Curse of Von Dutch, A Brand to Die For, which you can watch on Hulu. Great. I can't wait. Okay, Tig, before we go, should we read some true fan mail? Yeah. Lisa V writes, Hey, hey Lisa, Lisa V. v. Hey. hey. I'm writing in support and compassion for Cheryl. Oh, no. I don't even want to say this. Say it. For Cheryl and her bunion. <laughs> and I hate Somebody's t- going to throw a tomato at you in person. <laughs> oh, I hate to tell you this, but I might be getting it removed. And if I do that, mm-hmm. I wanted to tell everybody. That Can think- you live stream it? Well, I think I'll start a secret Instagram account. But nobody will know it's me. For your bunion that yeah. got removed? Yes. Just in case anybody wants to follow along, like, what the process is. Mm-hmm. But I will never show my face. <laughs> and I'll never mention my name. But when it happens, I will let every all our listeners know. what. They- Why are you getting that thing removed? <sighs> Take- I mean, that's part of your charm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let me just finish with this with our email that's what makes all the boys come to the play, the, <laughs> the yard like the yard your bunion, your bunion brings all the boys to the yard your bunion brings all the boys to the yard <laughs> <You're>, <laughs> i yeah. can't please i hope no one i know is listening okay okay i'm writing in support and compassion for cheryl and her bunion as a fellow bunion sufferer i feel your pain see Tick, not only does it hurt, it's embarrassing during sandal season. (laughs) So, Tig, lay off the bunion shaming. Disgusting is a strong word. (laughs) And also... Sandal season. (laughs) Also, bunions can be hereditary, not caused by shoving a foot into a pointy high heel. My grandma Velma had them. My mom and my sister and yeah, I. Yeah, because they shove their them. feet into pointy shoes. Lisa V is saying that's not that's and worst of all, oh no, what? I don't even want to read this part. Worst what? of all, my sixteen-year-old son has them and has never worn anything other than big, comfy sneakers. No. People in, think they're big, comfy sneakers. In Snurk Bowl and Bunyan Solidarity. Google Lisa barefoot, <laughs> barefoot movement. It is unreasonable to think that a person can mm. go through their life barefoot. No, it's a... Nobody's wearing the socks with the individualized, the, the shoes with the little that's sock not, toes. Like, nobody's doing that's that. That's not the only option. Google what? barefoot... Well, I'm not saying you walk through life barefoot all the time, but it's the barefoot movement. Just look it up. <laughs> well, I'm also going to look up the bunion movement, started by Lisa V. The bunion removement. <laughs> I'm not going to. I'm not going to dignify that with a response. I think you will. Um, I I appreciate that email. I really do. I really mm-hmm. do. Mm-hmm. And you're right. <laughs> Sandal season is tough on a lot of people is real <laughs> that's our new real um uh, the new um canvas bag 
It'll say, um, sandal season <laughs> is real. You guys, we love reading your messages, comments, and reviews. Keep letting us know what you think about the docs and leave us a review, and we might just read your responses on the air. Do you have anything to promote? Yes, I'm on tour. Go to tignotaro.com mm-hmm. for tickets. The new season of mm-hmm. Star Trek mm-hmm. is out. You can follow us on Instagram, Tig and Cheryl Truster. And I have another podcast. Okay. Don't Ask Tig. Also, mm-hmm. if you like fun game shows, you can watch I Can See Your Voice on Fox. We have a lot of fun on that show. Oh. It's crazy. Don't look for it to make a lot of sense now every now and then. It's just you're looking at people lip syncing and you're trying to figure out if they're a good or bad singer. <laughs> Don't overthink it, but just have a ball with it. Okay. Should we do it again? Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it again. Tig and Cheryl True Story is hosted by me, Cheryl Hines, and Tig Notaro. It's produced by Gabby Kovacic and Thomas Willett. Audio engineered and edited by Thomas Willett with music by David Susson. Special thanks to Patrick McDonald and Stephanie Allen. Follow us on social media for updates and review and rate True Story on Apple Podcasts. We really appreciate it. You can email us at TigandCherylTrueStory at gmail.com. That was a HeadGum Podcast.